trust Mueller. I'm in the camp of I still trust Mueller is going to do the right thing. Um, mostly, as Joe has been saying, because Trey, Trey Gowdy believes in him, and Trey Gowdy is no uh, is, is, is not going to hold back if he doesn't think it's on the up and up. No, he is not some sort of closeted progressive. Right. Um, well, we yeah. got this text. Guys, I think the more important thing about the Strzok email isn't about Russia. For me, it seems like they put their thumb on the scale about the Hillary email scandal to allow oh, her yeah. to continue to run because they all thought she would win. That's the bigger story. That could be the story, and I don't know if they'll ever uncover that, but... The thing was to keep her out of trouble because clearly she's going to win. Right. And, so and they wanted be... her to win, and that would really mess up the country if if she didn't. Yeah. And, and Trump got in by default because Hillary's in the penitentiary or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, if you believe that the, the, the person the people really want to be president, by far, it's not even close, you don't want to be throwing them in jail or accusing them of something in the midst. That'd be rough on America. So that might have been what some of them were thinking. I don't know. We'll see. Enough of that. Um, one more thing here before you get to net neutrality, which I really want to hear because I don't quite understand it yet. The hashtag Me Too movement, right? Mm-hmm. It's starting to get into the music and sports world. And I just think, whoa, with athletes? And musicians? Sure. So what are we going to do with that? Yeah, where do you draw the line when everybody's hammered after a concert and it's a wild party and the rest of it? Well, rape is rape. That's a crime. Oh, of course. That's a crime and should be punished no matter who it is always. And I've always, I'm a death penalty for rape guy, but um, but just in terms of not treating women right and all, <laughs> grabbing ass and that sort of stuff with athletes and musicians. Uh, but here you got a, a Hall of Fame class for baseball. This pitcher, Jack Morris, who I remember from back in the day, some comments that he made back in 1990. Now there's talk of whether or not he should be voted into the Hall of Fame. So do the Hall Oof. of Fame, does the Hall of Fame, did the sports writers decide we're not voting for a guy who said that about women in 1990 among athletes? Are you serious? But that, I could easily see that happening. That's the yeah. sports writers say, no way, no way of voting for this guy. Too hot. <sighs> Well, wow. That, 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 well, okay. You better go back to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and get rid of any of those musicians who have ever treated women as sex, sex objects. Don't want anybody in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who's Please. ever had that attitude about <laughs> well, women. You're going to have to rent that place out for weddings then because it's going to be empty. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. Interesting. So we'll see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. I just I'm thinking about a guy who's you know he strikes out to hundreds of guys every season. He's got a career ERA of two point three, but he had some rather piggish views of uh, sexuality, and so no, we can't vote him in. I just seems a little odd to me. All right, so listen, the net neutrality thing. A lot of you have really strong opinions uh, on it. I'm not an expert on it, and and please do feel free to write us an email. Today, make your subject net neutrality, and we'll come back to this again tomorrow. The FCC is going to toss some two-year-old rules from the Obama administration. Worth pointing out. Saying that no Internet service provider can differ in the speeds offered or costs paid by different websites for the use of their delivery system to your home. So what you just said, we're going back to the way it was two years ago? And I don't remember that being a horror. Yeah, essentially. Um, uh, let me just give you a little bit of background. 
And this is from, the internet is a series of tubes. Oh boy, less background than that. This is <laughs> this is a law professor who I believe is he from the. Uh, well, he's a law professor, and he's just setting up the question. I look it up, but I can't Google anything in Trump's America. Right. The key background issue in net neutrality is the last mile. Internet access, like most communication networks, is often considered a natural monopoly. Last mile access refers to the connection between consumers' houses and their internet service providers, which is generally the most expensive part of a network to build, for obvious reasons. You can have, I think they're called a trunk line or something, and and that's super, but then actually connecting it to people's houses is house by house by house, very expensive. And a natural monopoly means that there's so little money made per transaction that if a competitor came into the market with the enormous overhead costs of even getting started, service would become much more expensive, not less expensive, because... Well, it's complicated economically, but it it would actually cause costs to rise um, because people well people would go out of business and they couldn't compete and the rest of it. And so anyway, most consumers only need a single home internet connection. Blah blah blah. So you have to accept that for now. It's a last mile problem. Whether last mile internet access is really a natural monopoly is often debated because most people have access to at least two ISPs. You have a couple of choices. Most people do. Um, but so that's that's like a preliminary argument you have to have before you even enter into the whole the the main argument, which is prior to 2015, during all the incredible breakthroughs and innovation and growth in the internet and the rest of it, net neutrality was just a policy because it seemed like a good idea and people wanted it. And there are some European countries, by the way, where internet service providers have gotten together. And said, look, I'm in favor of net neutrality. I think it's better for everybody in in the industry. Are you? Yeah. And they voluntarily entered into it. And as as a libertarian, I generally want less government regulation because I think the free market will work it out. If I have, say... You know, I hate to use one of the big behemoths because everybody hates them. You know why? Because they suck and they're hateable. But if I have, uh, you know, Jonestown uh, Internet, the local cable company. That's what I have. Very local, very small local cable company. And they start throttling speeds and and screwing with my my Internet and stuff like that. I'm going to do whatever it takes to to get out of them. Although, what if you have a two-year contract and stuff like that? That Uh can be a pain in the ass. Um. So, but the argument is, um, look, we don't need government regulation. Let's just go back to pre-2015. We'll figure this out on our own. The technology will grow so fast that the government regulators can't keep up with it anyway. In fact, the idea of some board of bureaucrats regulating the Internet seems absurd. They will be one year behind a month in, or it'll stop, if that's possible. Or it'll stop innovation nobody can possibly think of yet. Right, exactly. Um, the, and, but a lot of my libertarian buddies are on the opposite side of this. They're saying, well, and in fact, I have some emails in front of me right now. Um, 
Here you go. The repeal of net neutrality is terrible for the U.S. We already have abysmal internet speed due to lack of competition among the major players. Repealing... No, that, that's true. I, most people are not aware of that. Yeah, we rank 17th in the world in internet speed My... and 46th in the world in mobile internet speed, according to a recent Forbes article. Mobile internet speed, which is practically all that I do. We're 46th in the world. God, we got to be behind some countries. <laughs> Whose military is a guy in a boat with a sidearm? Right, exactly. For, for mobile, uh, for speed on my phone. Well, at least their yeah. navy wing. But because <laughs> I've got friends who travel around the world and and use their cell phones at various places, and they say it's like a different world trying to watch movies and stuff on your phone. Mm-hmm. Staying at a hotel in Hong Kong or whatever. Repealing net neutrality gives ISPs more money with no incentive to improve their speed, features, etc., writes Lou. The Internet is not owned by the U.S. It's global, and competition is global. We've already ceded too many industries, such as steel, to other countries. With the repeal of net neutrality, we're ceding leadership in the Internet to other countries. You can't be competitive and innovative if you can't even conceive of possibilities because your Internet is too slow. All right, so that's one uh, opinion. Um, net neutrality in one word, de-democratization. If cable monopolies can charge for Internet priority, they decide whether a business or speech lives or dies. Example one, small business. I make my money live streaming group piano lessons from my garage. Good one. If I have to pay higher prices to be allowed on the Internet at a speed where my customers can get my content, I'm out. Netflix can afford it. I can't. Neither can any other startup that has used the Internet as a platform to innovate and create value. That's a pretty good one because I actually do take guitar lessons from little organizations that wouldn't be able to pay for the premium speed. And if it's you know constantly locking up, mm. that wouldn't be worth doing it. you got to send me a link because I play like I have hooves. Uh, <laughs> example two, free speech. If Comcast can auction off audience reach, they can do with the whole Internet what Facebook did with just their site during the election. They can essentially allow or block content based on the point of view. Or worse, they won't. They'll just sell large chunks of our worldview to the highest bidder, killing the Internet's reformative power. Analogy, your car equals your company and your message. The Internet provider equals the roads. If a highway changes your individual speed limit for a fee, you can still own a car. But if you hope to get to work today, you'd better start walking since only the cab company can afford a reasonable speed limit. And they can charge you whatever they want. You know, this all gets back to the question of whether it's a natural monopoly or not, or whether you can just you know, bong the uh, the guys who are doing this and go with a decent one. So did I miss the part of why why wasn't that happening two years ago before we had this then, if yeah. that's a possibility? Part of the answer to that is everything's changing so rapidly and everything was in such a different growth mode in 2014 as opposed to 2018, for instance, which we're practically in. Oh, somebody pointed out the other day, in two years and a month, we'll be in the 20s. The wow. 20s, the oh. roaring 20s. Wow. Da, 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 da. I mean, it's obvious, but it's on. Anyway, so, uh, right, well, that's an interesting question. Like I said, I'm not an expert on it, and I'm sure the experts listening are, are screaming at the radio, Shout, you're an idiot, you know nothing. But <laughs> neither does the American voter, so, you know, we're trying to yeah. trying to get up to speed. But it's um, worth remembering, if we don't like this, we, could, we can howl and make it go back, right? This isn't forever. Uh, we can undo a bureaucracy. Is that what you're saying? Mm. Mm. I'm Joe Getty. You know there are more thoughts on this. Well, um, it was but well, it was the way it's about to be two years ago. Then they changed it. It could change back, couldn't it? People don't like it. Or well, we... part of the reason the laws were changed is the idea was concocted. Wait a minute, I know what we can do. 
we can pick and choose who gets good internet speed and charge them for it. And the Obama administration saw this coming down the line, said, whoa, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, that sounds horrible, and passed regulations to prevent it, because it just burbled up. The biggest difference between the internet now and two years ago is how much more streaming real-time video is a part of the internet than it was just two years ago. I'm sure that's that's an amazing change. One more thought from Luke. With net neutrality being a regulation, many would assume that it would mean libertarians should be inherently against it, but many think differently. The digital world is currently a safe haven for personal liberties, specifically expression, and is the closest thing to the Wild West in the modern era, idea-wise. A post-net neutrality internet will not be so. If net neutrality is removed, the Internet will be under authoritarian rule, but the government of the Internet will not be the elected U.S. government, but instead be an aristocracy of ISP executives. Digital taxes will become introduced for non-ISP-owned companies like Netflix to pay off their mobster ISP from slowing them down. Censorship of non-ISP-approved ideologies or ISP-approved political candidates will become apparent. Even what information individuals can choose to consume will be chosen by the ISPs, this theoretically spanning even to your podcast being blocked via slowdown for speaking negatively about Comcast. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, will they Will they have the time and ability to get that detailed, specific podcasts that are bad-mouthing the company? But I could easily see AT&T or whoever getting addicted to the money Netflix is paying yes. for the high speed and never being willing to give it up. And paying enormous bribes to Congress when this comes up for a vote yeah. again because uh, Mr. and Mrs. Free Expression are howling that this has ruined the Internet. Um, and, and Congress will, as always, do the wrong thing because they're being bribed. But, hey, everybody, keep voting for more big government. Uh, more on this to come. Hmm. Plus, uh, you're uh, flipping on your phone and being summoned to the ER last night, late at night. Right, I just texted my wife to see how the kids are doing since they're up and around at school with their various injuries from the lion attack. But anyway, stay with us. <laughs> we got a pet lion. It was supposed to be a hybrid. I don't want to say I told you so. I really don't. It's a hybrid with a domestic cat, although it was 400 pounds. <laughs> It's an effing lion, I said to him, and he just walked away. Yeah, anyway, so the kids were at the ER. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. About our little trip we took yesterday to visit with our powerful, powerful agent. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm reading more about the, the net neutrality, specifically the countries that have the fastest internet on Earth, South Korea, for instance, and China. how they approach it, and do they have something like net neutrality? South Korea and China are two different places. Yeah, Mr. President. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. South Korea in 1987 launched a giant national plan to have like super coverage of great Internet. 
came together as a nation, said this is really important. We're going to join together and do this. Small country, a little easier to do. But. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> true. But um, so more on that. It's, you know, it'll be a story for a while. The FCC is done what they done. We'll just have to see what actually happens. So we're on the, one of the lower rungs of the show business ladder as radio talk show hosts. Probably above rodeo clowns. Oh, certainly. Well, birthday party magicians depends. <laughs> Any sort of juggler. So we're not a particular yeah. So we're not a particularly big deal, maybe. But our our agent actually is a really big deal. And we uh, we had to meet with him yesterday in L.A. at his spectacular office. I mean, just freaking over the top, unbelievable, on the ocean patio view. Ancient mansion of Hollywood stars sort of office. Yeah, location, location, location. Spectacular. Sure. And his actual office is, is pretty down to earth and well, yeah, nice. That, that, Him in a bathrobe office. An ill-fitting bathrobe, too. <laughs> yeah, a wind tunnel. But, I mean, that is a way to live, to have that view out your office in a, in a historic old mansion looking out over the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. We were actually talking about, so this place was built in the 40s for what movie star? Some movie star. I wasn't going to get that specific. Yeah, because we don't, you know, we don't want people, people hunting yeah, exactly. him down or anything but, for, for you know, foisting us upon America. So, uh, <laughs> but so this this giant mansion was built from a move, for a movie star way back in the day. And we were talking about, you know, what sort of debauchery has gone on oh. on this patio looking out over the ocean with oh. various stars and starlets over the last 90 years, 80 years. <laughs> if those paving stones could talk. They'd probably say, hose me off, please. Oh, you talk about hashtag me too back yeah. then. Oh, please. Um, holy cow. Generations of wild celebrity parties on that patio. Not to mention movie shoots and magazine shoots and naughty magazine shoots and even <laughs> yeah. naughtier magazine. No, I don't know about that. but It did yeah. look like the setting for a porn movie. Yes, somewhat. <laughs> well, but, a, a, like a, a higher budget. Yeah. Generally, the setting for a porn movie is a living room in the San Fernando Valley, but anyway. So we meet with our agent, we talk about various things, and, and he keeps slapping his forehead and saying, can't you just be better somehow? But- no, he didn't. Stop lying. <laughs> can't you do a better show? I hear all these other shows, they're great. Try that. So- <laughs> Try being like them. I mean, seriously. Do you ever listen to what other people are doing? <laughs> that is not what happened. I'm using up this all my fake news. I'm fake using, news. I'm using up all my time on this. So and so we're flying back from Los Angeles, and uh, and and my wife's dealing with the kids, and we get back. At, I was thinking about taking the kids out for the meteor shower. I'd had to wake them up, oh, which was spectacular. Driving in this morning, yeah, because they're 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 asleep generally. But I get a text as soon as we land. My phone goes goes off like I get a gazillion texts, and I only see at the ER, blah blah blah. So my wife's at the ER with both of the kids. And she puts, they're fine, they're fine, but I'm, you know, call me when you can. So I call her right away. And um, they apparently had, one was running down the hall from around the corner, and the Uh-oh. other one was running down the hall from around the corner, Uh-oh. and they ran into each other. Oh, I see heads colliding. Oh, yeah, and, and one's <laughs> teeth went into the other one's head. Darg. And then, and then nobody a, enjoyed that transaction. No, and then immediately, blood everywhere, giant knot that grew that was all purple and red and everything oh. like that. But it turned out everything was okay. Okay, everything was okay. But uh, and that's why God gives us thick skulls. Yeah. The, the uh, she said, Grandpa, like doctor, who was very very nice, said, "This is what boys are supposed to do," <laughs> which seems to be pretty true based In on my, my experience. experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, what's, wow. what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the FCC meeting on ending net neutrality has just opened up with a stern warning. Russian President Putin speaking up for President Trump and the personality, oh, <laughs> and the personality traits that may add years to your life. Excellent. Up, or subtract them. But as adults, if you and I were to run down the hall and I ram my teeth into your head, that would be extra awful. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So when my kids ran into each other Three Stooges style in the hallway, the 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 almost six year old who the older one ran his teeth into the younger one's head. Hey. I guess because he's taller, right? Yeah. And so he had a fat lip, which everybody can recover from. Although yeah. when there's a lot of blood everywhere, you wonder if all the teeth are there. So once you right. figured out all the teeth are still in and attached quite strongly. Uh, seven years old. Uh, got the big teeth? Or yeah. The, yeah. The, uh, got your the big, final set? Got the big grown-up front teeth. Teeth, the final chapter. Ran him into the forehead of the youngster, who then started vibrating violently. That's what, oh, boy. That's what had Laura so worried, because he was just shaking. Like the quarterback for the uh, Houston Texans the other day. But anyway. Yeah, and she said the thing on his head just grew like a cartoon, just like oh, yeah. immediately. Whoop. Oh, yeah. It's tough to take. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's, that's what it sounded like. Wow. Tape of the incident. <laughs> uh, just real quick clarification. Yes, South Korea does have net neutrality at this point and the fastest internet in the world. We're also getting our arse whooped by, uh, by uh, Ireland, Sweden, the Netherlands, Japan, Switzerland, Norway, Latvia. The Latvia. Dutch have faster internet than Never us. Never mind the Dutch. Latvia. Latvia. Has much faster internet than the United States. Hmm. Greatest country in the world, my eye, huh? Mm. News now with Marshall Phillips. Well, the FCC is meeting right now to consider ending its net neutrality rules. That meeting opening with a warning. Actions that purposely interfere or attempt to interfere with the commencement or conduct of the meeting or inhibit the audience's ability to observe or listen to the meeting, including attempts by audience members to address the commission Shut up, you while cow. the meeting is in progress, are not permitted. You suck! There you go. <laughs> no demonstrations, no outbursts. Everyone, stay in your seats. I want a quick, well-timed, you suck. Not even that. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Chairwoman, a quick question. <laughs> How about a little you suck now and again? I mean, like, in between sentences. If I get at least five people to laugh, does that count? (laughs) Moran says what? Moran says what? (laughs) You're lying! Silicon Valley said the freedom of the Internet is at stake with this vote on net neutrality. Again, we're waiting. It should come down any second now. I hope that's not the case. Anyway, Russian President Putin is standing up for Trump, saying allegations of collusion with the Trump campaign are an invention of Trump's opponents and enemies. Putin was taking... He knows exactly what he's doing when he stands up yeah. for Donald Trump. He knows the game he's playing. Putin was taking questions today on his annual TV news conference and called the allegations very bizarre. He acknowledged that Russian officials had contact with the Trump campaign but called it commonplace for governments to meet with foreign candidates. Well, that's, that's true. He also said Trump has made some significant achievements, particularly with investor confidence and uh, market growth. Mr. Putin, by the way, is expected to win another six-year term in March, which would make him the longest-serving Russian leader since Joseph Stalin. Wow. Well, and congratulations. What's the proper gift for that? I don't, I don't know. An iron, <laughs> an, you know what would be nice? A sculpture of an iron fist. <laughs> oh, there you um, go. 
Uh, yeah, so, yeah, the, the question of meeting with foreign governments isn't the question. Although the left-wing media does portray it as if every meeting yep. is insidious. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly normal and indeed would be political malpractice not to at least establish some contacts. The question is, what are you meeting about? Is it, you know, it's so pretty in Siberia in the winter time? Yeah. Oh, and likewise, uh, America is great country. Or is it... Hey, you know, I'd like some help with the violent overthrow to the American government or something in between, for the love of God. Uh, by the way, I'm looking at the map of the world based on Internet speed. Yes. And the uh, the aforementioned countries are indeed kicking our hiney, uh, although we're like second tier Internet fast. Sub-Saharan Africa, you go there, you're not going to get your websites <laughs> loaded. Ruka. Don't be streaming Netflix in the Congo. There's a little tip for you. There you go. Looking a little poor down there. All right, we got personality traits that may help you live longer. University of California, San Diego researchers looked at a number of 90-year-olds from a remote Italian village and found that those people... What's the matter, you? Those people in their 90s had poor physical health than younger family members, which, you know, would make sense, but they had better mental well-being than younger family members. The main themes that emerged from their study appear to be the unique features associated with better mental health that were were connected to a positive and strong work ethic, stubbornness, and Stubbornness was a good thing? Yes. Well. And a strong bond with family, religion, and the land. Now, the land. Love of their land. I'm gave a man them, of the land. Love of their land gave them a purpose in life, a purpose in life, and many of them still worked, which gave them a reason to want to continue living. Huh. So that would be connected not just with the land, but if you had a hobby or work or something, right. you know, you really wanted to keep doing family, religion, and 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 where you're, you know, from. What do you call home? Um, right. well, a lot of those disappearing in in American culture. Yep. Right, and indeed belittled. Yeah, family, religion, and love of land, love of country, sense of purpose, belittled by most in the media. One last note: the Travis Smiley talk show is being suspended while the host is whatever that is. He's on PBS. Been on PBS. I've heard that name for years and years and years. I would catch the tail end of it every night, right before Charlie Rose. Ah, and now they they're both gone. Whoops. Variety says Smiley's accused of having sex with multiple subordinates and making them uh, making some of them feel like they had to have sex with him in order to keep their jobs. Smiley. God, and I and I wonder in these situations if in his mind he thinks you thought you had to keep your job. I mean, you had to do this to keep your job. I thought we were flirting back and forth, and you were perfectly cool. I with like it. you. You don't like me. You're doing it right. But that's the problem. You know, if you're sleeping with two of your assistants right. and not the third, the third is going to start to think, well, this is great. <laughs> All right. Smiley's saying in a Facebook statement last night, if having a consensual relationship with a colleague years ago is the stuff that leads to this kind of public humiliation and personal destruction, heaven help us. Yeah, boy, it's, uh, boy, they're not all the same, and they all get, hashtag me too is one phrase that is supposed to encompass all of these things. Just one more reason hashtags are stupid. Now, the, the sentiment behind it is certainly not, but as you point out, I mean, there are, listen, here's here's a shocker for you. Now, Sean, you especially, and Michael is single, man. This is, I want you to, to sit down. There are some women who are sexually aggressive. That's right. Do you have an address? Uh, well, <laughs> and there are plenty of consensual uh, affairs in the workplace 
that the gal was mourning into. And if it comes out 20, 30 years later that it happened, the dude automatically getting sacked is nothing close to justice. I think everybody needs to calm down a little. I don't know what Tavis Smiley did. In fact, I've never seen his show, but... Yeah, I, but I think there's a growing awareness of this. I don't, you know. Do, what, do you know anything about the accusations of this? Dude? No, I don't. Okay, all right. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Um, yeah. There's a number of them in the news today. Now, who's the big music guy that's in trouble today? Oh, Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons. Yeah. He's got three different women claiming that he raped them. I mean, that's that's a whole different yeah. world, obviously. I think, obviously. Maybe not, obviously. Russell Simmons, brother of Richard Simmons and Gene Simmons. Talented families. Yeah, oh yeah, boy. (laughs) Each brother going a completely different direction. (laughs) That's that's what's so interesting about them. Um, Boy, this whole flat earth thing has really taken off. I don't know if you've been following that. The flat earthers really getting a lot of play these days. Among other things coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yes, uh, spoke to me when I, last time I was there a couple of years ago. He said, um, "He said, I don't want war. This is this two words. Okay. I don't want war because." And I said, "I will take you over there and let you listen to him the way he talks." Okay. He's, he sounds like he's, he's more of a, a kid at anything. Okay. And I, th- I think his grandfather, father, that regime has passed on to him. Uh huh. I think he really wants to change his culture, okay. but I think he's forced to be in this position. Yeah. Because. Uh, every time I go over there, he's changed so much for the people, and people don't see that. <clears throat> well, that is actually interesting. That's Dennis Rodman on Stephen Colbert talking about old Kim. Wow, the uh, clips I'd heard were considerably more stupid. Perhaps there's more to come. Well, well, were people going out of their way to find stupid to mock Dennis Rodman? I thought that you was pretty interesting. You don't have to go far out of your way. No, you don't. But I thought that was pretty good right so, there. So, in other words, uh, Kim feels trapped in the structure he inherited. I can also see when you're a little older, Dennis Rodman's 50 or so, you know, the strike, the guy strikes you as like a little kid. Very young. Yeah. How about, you want to hear the other clip we got? Sure. It's funny, though, that I don't see how people can sit there and say, this person's a madman. He probably is. But I didn't see that. But he probably, uh, he probably is. I'm just saying, he probably is. Reports are he murdered his uncle and fed him to dogs. Oh, he did? Well, if you see the video in the basketball game, and uh, you actually see his uncle standing right, right behind, uh, right behind the, uh, the bench. Okay. So his, monk, his uncle's fine? Uncle's fine. Okay. Maybe he has more than one uncle. Well, right for 20 bucks. Maybe that's the spare much. uncle right there. Well, either way. Either way. <laughs> either way. But still, people are out of the world. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Look at these guys here. Right. Look at them. Look at them. The first part of that, I thought, you know, this is this is this is good news for Dennis Rodman oh, yeah. and Little Kim. This then then it took us turn. The for CIA the is pouring over the first quote. The second one, they're just laughing. <laughs> is Uncle Five? Maybe he has more than one uncle. Well, either way, <laughs> either way, he shot him apart and fed him to dogs. <laughs> oh God, that's good stuff. 
Uh, we have some breaking Dennis news. Dennis Rodman a show. Yeah, no kidding. U.S. officials are confirming that American fighter jets intercepted Russian fighter jets over Syria today. The Defense Department tells NBC News the incident happened uh, over an area, blah, blah, blah. We claim this is our part of uh, the Middle East. And uh, Russia says, no, it ain't. Two U.S. F-22s were scrambled and fired flares to warn the Russians to leave the area. So the Russians were testing us to see if we were actually going to stand up for our space. I'm guessing is what happened there. We fired flares, which means we are. I don't know. Put a little FU back in the F-22. We mentioned it on the show, but it didn't get a lot of attention. I don't know if you saw the news last week when um, uh, Putin did the ceremonial handover of the military base to the Syrians. Did you mm-hmm. watch that whole thing? And, um, I mean, it's it's phony. Um Russia will continue to use that base as much or as little as they want. Correct. But, but That's why they bothered to stand up for Assad at all. But Right. But they got together and said, we were given the military. We have defeated the terrorists. We're giving the base back to you. The whole world, I guess, I don't know how the world reacted to that. Um, but the news story I saw, they didn't, they didn't mention that the Russians, oh, with the help of the Syrians, but the Russians were bombing hospitals and, and neighborhoods full of just people living their lives on a daily basis throughout mm-hmm. this whole thing. Yeah. That was, wasn't terrorists. wasn't ISIS. You're just killing anybody who, who was against Assad so you could have a military base in that, in that part of the world. Yeah, I, complete I just, warfare. I just wish the news reports would mention that. Uh, also, this out today, front page of the USA Today. So when we started giving weapons to some of the Syrians, the Syrian rebels, John McCain was real big on uh, on arming them and the free Syrian army. And then various others, including Barack Obama, were, I'm not sure who these people are, and I don't know if this is a good idea. Well, we gave them some stuff. Uh, and this report from the military says the Islamic states uh, got these weapons very quickly. We gave stuff, some of our best stuff, to Syrian rebels and very quickly fell into the hands of the Islamic State. Well, as I remember, our guys, few as they were, were almost immediately routed. Within two months, they say a lot of our arms were in the hands of ISIS that we gave to the rebels. 40,000 weapons that include anti-tank weapons that are really (laughs) top-notch stuff. That that only we have. Well, wow, ISIS, has, ISIS has it now. Funny that thing about good. an anti-tank weapon, it's kind of an anti-anything weapon. Yeah, well, it'd be good an point. anti-me weapon. Certainly. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so that sucks. We gave the stuff to the so-called good guys, and within two months, within 60 days, it was in the hands of ISIS. Ah, uh, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, anyway, Dennis Rodman. Either way. Either way. Uh, <laughs> either way. Yeah, Look. but still. Right. God, it's like you... Go off into the woods with bear mace, and before you know it, the bear's coming at you with, its, <laughs> with your mace in its hands and its flashing teeth. It's, uh, it's not good. It's not the outcome you're hoping for. That's have, my point. We have our first Bitcoin crime that gets attention because it's got Bitcoin in it. Somebody uh, at gunpoint forced somebody to go on their computer and type in all the code stuff to, to, to take their... So, so that wow. they can then steal their money. Old school meets the new school. Made them transfer $1.8 million in Bitcoin into their own account. Because I've heard of various hacking attempts. A 35-year-old cryptocurrency investor was uh, lured a friend into a minivan where a gunman demanded his keys, his phone, and the 24-word passphrase to open his cryptocurrency wallet. 24-word passphrase? There once was a man from Nantucket <laughs> who's... Blank was so long. He, uh, 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 
Mm. It's, it's, it's almost perfect, well, but you don't get to finish it. Well, remember the guy who invented passwords says that all the passwords we're currently using, and it makes me mad every day when I have to try to remember one of my passwords that I know is for no good reason. The have a dollar sign or capitalize one letter, none of that stuff helps, according to this guy. But a, a long phrase, he said, is very, very difficult to hack into. And right. so Bitcoin knows that. Mm. They know that the whole put a number in there, that'll fool them, is not really Rather, the, the people tech-savvy enough to have $1.8 million of Bitcoin are very much up on yeah. what are secure passwords. Sure. Yeah, of course, yeah. somebody puts a gun to your head and says, give me the phrase, it doesn't make any difference. There you go. Coming up, for those who receive the award-winning Armstrong and Getty fourth hour... Is San Francisco employing terrifying security uh, robots? Take two. Is San Francisco employing terrifying security robots to ward off the homeless? Are they death bots? Stay with us. What if you tried to hunt wolves from a helicopter and the next thing you know the wolves are coming (laughs) over the hill in a helicopter firing guns at you? Would it be similar? Again! (laughs) Not Not the outcome you're hoping for. But either way, to be avoided. Yeah, but either way, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.